Good morning, everybody, and welcome to another day's edition of Transformation Radio. Today, we're going to start off with Brandon Heath. I'm not who I was. Today's forecast is going to be a high of 81 and a low of 61, and it's going to be sunny all day. phase one phasing up to phase two today i just want to you know tell my brothers at phase one make sure you guys are still lifting each other up you know keeping each other accounted for and also just working with integrity and um know that god's watching everything you guys are doing and i pray for you guys every day well i'll pray for you guys every day and i love you guys and just you know keep your head strong and do the right thing love you guys Our reading in the New Testament for today will be from the book of 1 Corinthians chapter 15, 
verses 1 through 28. Most churches contain people who do not yet believe. Some are moving in the direction of belief and others are simply pretending. Imposters, however, are not to be removed, for that is the Lord's work alone. The good news about Jesus Christ will save us if we continue to believe it and faithfully follow it. The central theme of the gospel is given here in these verses that we'll read today. The central theme of the gospel is given here in these verses we'll read a key text for the defense of Christianity. The three most important points are, number one, Christ died for our sins, just as the scriptures said. Without the truth of this message, Christ's death was worthless, and those who believe in him are still in their sins and without hope. However, Christ, as the sinless Son of God, took the punishment of sin so that those who believe can have their sins removed. The scriptures refer to Old Testament prophecies such as Psalm 16, Isaiah 53. Christ's death on the cross was no accident or afterthought. It had been part of God's plan from all eternity in order to bring about the salvation of all who believe. Second point was he was buried. The fact of Christ's death is revealed in the fact of his burial. Many have tried to discount the actual death of Christ, but Jesus did in fact die and was buried in a tomb. And the third most important point here is uh, he was raised from the dead on the third day, as the scriptures said. Christ was raised permanently, forever. His Father raised him from the dead on the third day, as noted in the Gospels. And we'll also read today that Paul's most important credential of his apostleship was that he was an eyewitness of the risen Christ. The other apostles saw Christ in the flesh. Paul was in the next generation of believers, yet Christ appeared to him. And with that, let's begin our reading today, here in the New Testament. Verse 23rd, the New Testament, 1 Corinthians chapter 15, verses 1 through 28. Let me, Paul, now remind you, dear brothers and sisters, of the good news I preached to you before. You welcomed it then, and you still stand firm in it. It is this good news that saves you, if you continue to believe the message I told you, unless, of course, you believed something that was never true in the first place. I passed on to you what was most important, and what had also been passed on to me. Christ died for our sins just as the Scripture said. He was buried, and He was raised from the dead on the third day, just as the Scriptures said. He was seen by Peter, and then by the twelve. After that, He was seen by more than five hundred of His followers, at one time, most of whom are still alive, though some have died. Then He was seen by James, and later by all the apostles. Last of all, as though I had been born at the wrong time, I also saw him. For I am the least of all the apostles. In fact, I am not even worthy to be called an apostle after the way I persecuted God's church. But whatever I am now, it is all because God poured out his special favor on me, and not without results. For I have worked harder than any of the other apostles, yet it was not I but God who was working through me by His grace. So it makes no difference whether I preach or they preach, for we all preach the same message you have already believed. But tell me this, 
Since we preach that Christ rose from the dead, why are some of you saying there will be no resurrection of the dead? For if there is no resurrection of the dead, then Christ has not been raised either. And if Christ has not been raised, then all our preaching is useless, and your faith is useless. And we apostles would all be lying about God, for we have said that God raised Christ from the grave. But that can't be true if there is no resurrection of the dead. And if there is no resurrection of the dead, then Christ has not been raised. And if Christ has not been raised, then your faith is useless, and you are still guilty of your sins. In that case, all who have died believing in Christ are lost. And if our hope in Christ is only for this life, we are more to be pitied than anyone in the world. But, in fact, Christ has been raised from the dead. He is the first of a great harvest of all who have died. So, you see, just as death came into the world through a man, now the resurrection from the dead has begun through another man. Just as everyone dies because we all belong to Adam, everyone who belongs to Christ will be given new life. But there is an order to this resurrection. Christ was raised as the first of the harvest. Then all who belong to Christ will be raised when He comes back. After that, the end will come, when He will turn the kingdom over to God the Father, having destroyed every ruler and authority and power. For Christ must reign until He humbles all His enemies beneath His feet. And the last enemy to be destroyed is death. For the Scriptures say, God has put all things under His authority. Of course, when it says all things are under His authority, that does not include God Himself who gave Christ His authority. Then, when all things are under His authority, the Son will put Himself under God's authority, so that God, who gave His Son authority over all things, will be utterly supreme over everything everywhere. Me, but... 
I am to you. Tell me, lest I forget who I am to you, that I belong to you. of Psalms today will be from Psalm 38, verses 1 through 22. As a child might cry to his father, so David cried to God. It's important to know that David was not saying, don't punish me, but don't punish me while you're angry. He acknowledged that he deserved to be punished, but he asked that God temper his discipline with mercy. Like children, we are free to ask for mercy but we should not deny that we deserve punishment. We'll see that this is called a penitential psalm because David expressed sorrow for his sin. He stated that his sin led to health problems and separated him from God and others, causing extreme loneliness. He then confessed his sin and repented. Psalm chapter 38, verses 1 through 22, a psalm of David asking God to remember him. O Lord, don't rebuke me in your anger or discipline me in your rage. Your arrows have struck deep, and your blows are crushing me. Because of your anger, my whole body is sick. My health is broken because of my sins. My guilt overwhelms me. It is a burden too heavy to bear. My wounds fester and stink because of my foolish sins. I am bent over and racked with pain. All day long, I walk around filled with grief. A raging fever burns within me, and my health is broken. I am exhausted and completely crushed. My groans come from an anguished heart. You know what I long for, Lord. You hear my every sigh. My heart beats wildly. My strength fails and I'm going blind. My loved ones and friends stay away, fearing my disease. Even my own family stands at a distance. Meanwhile, my enemies lay traps to kill me. Those who wish me harm make plans to ruin me. All day long they plan their treachery. But I am deaf to all their threats. I am silent before them as one who cannot speak. I choose to hear nothing, and I make no reply. For I am waiting for you, O Lord. You must answer for me, O Lord my God. I prayed, don't let my enemies gloat over me, or rejoice at my downfall. I am on the verge of collapse, facing constant pain. But I confess my sins. I am deeply sorry for what I have done. I have many aggressive enemies. They hate me without reason. They repay me evil for good, and oppose me for pursuing good. Do not abandon me, O Lord. Do not stand at a distance, my God, 
Come quickly to help me, O Lord, my Savior. Proverbs chapter 21, verses 28 and 29. A false witness will be cut off, but a credible witness will be allowed to speak. The wicked bluff their way through, but the virtuous think before they act. Get something in your head It's nothing you heard Or something you read Ever had a cup but you never saw a blade Brought to your knees But you never prayed Jesus in disguise Jehovah passing by
inside my head I never thought that I'd be someone who could be misled I wanted the mirror to show me Something I could not see I needed explanations for expectations I could never reach I know I'm not the only one who's ever cried for help And Jesus did for me what I could not do myself He to today's edition of Transformation Radio. I hope you all enjoyed and I hope you all have a wonderful day today.